Welcome to the podcast, episode three, Parental Recruitment and Preparation for Special Needs Adoption. The podcast is a weekly series that brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. I'm your host, Matthew Hollingshead. This podcast provides child welfare practitioners with an overview of the literature concerning the recruitment, preparation, and support of prospective parents for the adoption of a child with special needs. Defining Special Needs The vast majority of studies reviewed for this podcast deal with special needs adoptions in the United States and the United Kingdom, as the relevant Canadian literature is still in its infancy. Nevertheless, the available literature does identify a number of common elements that are used to define children with special needs. The term special needs generally refers to children who have a set of characteristics or needs that may create challenges or barriers to permanent adoptive placements. This category includes though may not be limited to, the following attributes. Being an older child. Many studies refer to children who are no longer infants. Being a survivor of trauma related to physical abuse, sexual abuse, or neglect. Loss of birth parents through death, termination of parental rights, or voluntary relinquishment. Clinical concerns such as grief and loss attachment issues, behavioral problems, and depression. Having a history of high turnover of child protection workers and or housing placements. Membership in a sibling group. Developmental and physical disabilities. And membership in a historically disadvantaged or racialized group. The number of special needs children in care has increased substantially in recent decades due to broad changes in adoption practice and legislation. Despite this increase, it is believed that many prospective adopters continue to favor the adoption of infants, likely because it is understood that the pain and trauma experienced by many children with special needs requires lifelong support. It is worth noting that although there is a tendency to consider children with special needs as a cohesive group, The defining characteristics listed above demonstrate the breadth of diverse issues, histories, and experiences that a child with special needs may represent. The behavioral difficulties and disabilities associated with the special needs label have not been found to adversely affect adoption placement outcomes, provided that parents are properly equipped to address the unique needs of each child. Agencies working with children with special needs should consider openly and explicitly defining what issues they perceive as falling under the special needs label and how these diverse needs should be addressed through policy and practice. Who adopts children with special needs? As previously stated, Canadian statistics in the adoption literature are scarce. However, The general population of all adopters in the United States has been described as being at least middle-class, well-educated, having infertility problems, being aged between 25 and 44 years of age, 
and being married. On the other hand, the literature on special needs adoptions has not definitively identified what skills, experiences, training, or supports adopters require. Nevertheless, several important characteristics of successful special needs adopters are highlighted. The pursuit of adoptive parenthood is almost certainly motivated by the desire to parent a child. Success in special needs adoption is encouraged by flexible family boundaries that allow families to welcome members of other family systems into their own. Previous experience parenting a biological or adopted child can help prepare parents for the challenges of special needs adoption. A child with special needs is most likely to be adopted out of care by people who knew them previously as foster parents or relatives. People who adopt from care tend to have directly or indirectly encountered the foster care or adoption systems. Single individuals and unmarried couples, especially those with strong ties to religious or social communities, are more likely to adopt a child with special needs than married couples. Being well-informed and well-trained around a child's character, habits, background, and challenges can help adoptive parents to set realistic expectations about their child's future attainment given their strengths and limitations. In addition to these general characteristics, it is also worth noting that no relationship was found between income or education and willingness to adopt a child with special needs, although the cost of adoption is a major concern among adopters. This finding suggests that agencies should ensure their special needs adoption protocols are free of middle-class biases, such as assumptions that unmarried individuals are unfit for adoption, and also that barriers to application and placement for people of lower incomes are identified and addressed. It is understood that adoptive parents of children with special needs also face important vulnerabilities associated with the challenges presented by their children's needs, as well as from social pressures to be good parents. According to a number of studies, these vulnerabilities include learning to manage their child's unique patterns of relating, serious concerns about their own parenting abilities, understanding and adapting to new marital or family roles, the availability of formal and informal post-adoption supports, and financial concerns associated with increased medical, legal, and other costs. How can agencies improve their services to increase special needs adoptions? The following section highlights key strategies for improving special needs adoption services to ensure that delays in decision-making related to the permanent placement of a child with special needs do not significantly decrease the chances that the child will be adopted or increase the likelihood of poor outcomes in the future. Worker Attitudes Towards Children with Special Needs The literature identifies negative attitudes towards and insufficient knowledge about the issues faced by special needs children as a significant barrier to securing permanency for children with special needs. Some workers may consider individual or groups of children as unadoptable, an attitude which can inadvertently color future placement efforts for affected children and impact agency policies more generally. 
This kind of belief may reflect many legitimate concerns, such as the amount of care needed or trauma experienced by a particular child. Additionally, workers may be concerned that moving a child to an adoptive home creates yet another placement. This concern is especially highlighted when the worker is aware that the foster caregivers would keep the child as a long-term foster child. These practitioners may be unfamiliar with the specific disabilities, clinical issues, and availability of needed services for the spectrum of children with special needs. Agencies committed to the adoption of children with special needs can provide staff support and training around special needs recruitment and placement to increase potential success. Prejudice Towards Prospective Adopters At least two studies in the last decade have found that practitioner bias based on ethnicity, sexual orientation, marital status, or economic position have played a significant role in placement decisions for children with special needs. This finding is particularly troubling considering the fact that family compositions among the general population underwent substantial transformations during the last half of the 20th century. Continued efforts around developing cultures of anti-oppressive practice may help to significantly reduce the impact of this barrier. For more information on this topic, please see the Anti-Oppressive Practice in the Context of Child Welfare Supervision Particle. Information Sharing and Transparency During the Placement Process A number of studies exploring the experiences of prospective and successful adopters of children with special needs found that many aspects of the adoption process were perceived as unclear, poorly explained, or arbitrary. A study of prospective adopters found that many dropped out of the process due to perceived lack of support from the agency representatives and difficulty gaining information about the adoption process. Interestingly, another study noted that parents felt more prepared for adoption when they received agency support before, during, and after the adoption process. Educating parents about their child's issues and background. Parents should receive concrete information about their child's specific needs and medical and personal histories. Of concern is a finding that few case files for children with special needs contained coherent chronologies or sufficient synthesis of collected information. Having access to clear historical information can help parents to determine if a particular child is a good fit for their family and to deal strategically with the parenting challenges and issues that may arise. Providing pre-adoption support Agencies commonly provide extensive pre-adoption training that helps families develop the skills needed to encourage successful outcomes. Training programs can facilitate discussions about the placement process, the family's adoption concerns, changes in family roles, provide information about adoption laws, and explore anxieties about contact with a child's birth family. Parents must develop a thorough understanding of their child's needs and of the realistic implications of these needs upon their family life. The pre-adoption process should help parents reframe and become more flexible around their expectations and aspirations for the future of their family. Pre-adoption support and training also provides adoptive families with the opportunity to develop informal and formal support networks, including members of the adopter's extended family, the child's birth family, other families who have adopted children with similar needs, and relevant service providers. Providing post-adoption support Post-adoption services are provided to prevent placement disruptions and to offer support to children and families during periods of crisis. 
though it is unclear whether the availability of post-adoption services is a relevant factor in the decision to adopt a child with special needs, it is suggested that adopters assume support services will be available when needed and that their availability tends to contribute to placement permanency. Specific post-adoption services that support positive placement outcomes include crisis intervention, outpatient drug and alcohol treatment, financial subsidies, physical therapy, special medical equipment, and family counseling. Recruitment Strategies for Special Needs Adoptions Recruitment and adoption typically falls into three broad categories, general, targeted, and child-specific. General recruitment refers to mass advertising campaigns that allow agencies to communicate with a broad range of potential applicants. Targeted recruitment refers to the practice of identifying the kinds of children currently seeking care through an organization and appealing to specific communities who are most likely capable of providing the required care. For example, if adoptive parents are being sought for adolescence, the agency may target high school teachers or youth workers. Child-specific recruitment refers to the process of recruiting within the child's own social or life circle and frequently engages the child in their own planning. The available literature indicates that the recruitment of adoptive families for children with special needs is a set of important practice skills that agencies can develop. Recruitment efforts are not necessarily about targeting members of the public who will adopt special needs children. Rather, they should focus on better identifying and engaging those families who express interest in adoption and who are also capable of caring for a child with special needs. Furthermore, employing specialized recruitment techniques early after a child has been identified as having special needs can help to speed up the adoption process and improve outcomes for the child. Assessment In addition to the characteristics of people who adopt children with special needs listed earlier in this partcast, Careful assessment of prospective adopters should identify an understanding of the realities of parenting a child with special needs, ability to engage in problem-focused coping strategies, capacity for parental stress management, beliefs about raising children with significant emotional and behavioral needs, positive outlook towards life in general, and family characteristics that fit with the needs and characteristics of specific children. Peer recruitment. Because of the finding that most people choose to adopt a child because of prior exposures to the adoption system, it may be wise to encourage previous adopters to act as peer recruiters who can act as spokespeople for child welfare agencies by identifying and encouraging prospective adoptive parents. Such adoptive spokespeople could also add priceless expertise to informal support networks due to the challenges they would have already faced in parenting a child with special needs. Child-Specific Recruitment Child-Specific Recruitment identifies individuals who are already known to a child as potential adoptive parents. These could include relatives, former foster parents, neighbors, or mentors. Such efforts require workers to gain a deep understanding of a child's history and personal networks in order to identify families who are willing and capable to provide appropriate permanent care. Children are typically heavily involved in their placement planning, and care is taken to avoid false expectations and prepare them for the process, regardless of outcome. Many American states also offer 
Fost Adopt programs that encourage foster parents to consider adopting children who are unlikely to be reunited with their birth parents, but whose parental rights have not yet been terminated. This process may be more aggressive in the case of older children. Reducing Financial Barriers in support of the finding that child welfare agencies should consider placing children with special needs with parents who have lower incomes than is traditionally accepted, agencies should identify and remove significant financial barriers. These barriers may include subsidies for general care and scholarship or bursaries for post-secondary education. Public Recruitment Advertisements the most common way to publicly promote a child with special needs who is seeking adoption is through photo listings, which provide introductory information about a featured child, along with a photograph. In major cities across the United States, the televised Wednesday's Child program highlights children with special needs who are currently seeking adoption. Such programs not only raise the profile of adoption services among the general population, but they also introduce people who may have already been considering adoption to specific children. Cross-Regional Adoption Placements While it is considered preferable to find permanent placements for children with special needs that avoid disruption to school attendance, many American jurisdictions have encouraged adoptions across regional boundaries as a way of expanding the pool of suitable candidates. While many practical challenges arise when attempting to coordinate service systems that operate in different jurisdictions, successful models that have been operating for a number of years do exist. Three key summary points. The special needs label refers to a diverse array of characteristics that may be possessed by any child who has come into the care of the child welfare system. Efforts should be made to ensure that practitioners, parents, and children understand this diversity and are able to respond to the unique needs of each child. The literature clearly illustrates that people who adopt children with special needs differ significantly from popular perceptions of people who adopt more generally. Agencies should evaluate the degree to which adoption practitioners hold beliefs about the suitability of prospective parents and work to ensure that these perceptions are in line with available evidence. The American and British experiences with special needs adoption have demonstrated that the coordination of refined assessment of prospective parents and targeted recruitment strategies can help child welfare agencies to increase the number of successful permanent placements for special needs children in their care. You've been listening to The Partcast, Episode 3. Parental Recruitment and Preparation for Special Needs Adoption. The Partcast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about this episode's topic, the Partcast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.partcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PartEIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P. Thanks for listening.